0: Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be, so every week I try to make it a little nicer for about half an hour. I play a game with one guest who's the only contestant and therefore is guaranteed to win. I assign them points throughout the game we play based on how much their answers cheer me specifically up. And then, at the end, the winner and only contestant wins a grand prize of a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of their choice, and each of us gives a pep talk to a person or group that we think deserves it. My guest today is a stand-up comedian, as well as an actor director. He has a great podcast called Working It Out. His most recent Netflix special is called The New One, which is also the name of his brand new book that he co-authored with his wife, J-Hope Stein.
1: Welcome to the show, Mike Birbiglia. Thanks, Josh. Hey, thanks for being here. Of course. I thought it was so odd when i was uh trying to understand your podcast because it's the, because you and i know each other as peers in the comedy in the new york city comedy scene i'd say for many years
0: yeah well that's a very generous way for you to describe me so thank you
1: <laughs> but the way that you're always explained to me by other comedians mm-hmm. in addition to being a great comic a real cheerleader for people and you will give people pep talks yes and so it is an interesting decision to turn that on itself and force others to do that for you. Yeah, it's a real cruel,
0: it's kind of like the Saw movies, but for cheerfulness. Yeah, it's yeah. wild,
1: because <laughs> I wanted you to do that for me, but I felt like we didn't know each other well enough that I could call you for a pep talk. Always. But now that you've reversed it, <laughs> yeah, I will rise to the challenge. Thank you. However... I have to say, (laughs) in these times, it is not easy. No, it's not. Furthermore. Yes, please. (laughs) Furthermore. Um, (laughs) I just find it's, you know, it's hard to cheer people up partly because I found this with my book. I mean, and you probably find this as a comedian and author as well. Sometimes when you're trying to be comedic, you're very dark. yes. And, and I think that sometimes you have to explain to people who aren't connoisseurs of comedy, but rather are visitors to mm-hmm. comedy, <laughs> tourists of comedy. Yeah, they, 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 they dip their toe in comedy. We were born
0: in the darkness. They've learned to adapt to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Sometimes you have to explain that, no, no, no. The darkness is where some of us need to go yeah. to arrive at the light.
0: yes. That's
1: such a great way to put that. And 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 my whole my book, the new one which my like you you generously mentioned, people will say things. They're like, "Well, I thought I found it to be very dark and sad." And I'm like, <laughs> "No, I know. I wrote it." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. <laughs> Let's cheer you up, man. Thank you.
0: Let's jump into this week's game. Today's game is called What They Should Have Said Was Something Else. <laughs> Mike, one of your most famous and beloved stand-up bits contains the refrain, what I should have said was nothing. It's kind of a running callback. It's great as an admission that sometimes it's best to keep your mouth shut instead of making things awkward. Uh, Other times, though, you have to say things, but even the most memorable quotations can be punched up. In this game, I'll give you the chance to take great quotations and make them even better. You're going to tell me what the speaker or author should have said. Mike Birbiglia, are you ready to play what they should have said was something else?
1: I'm ready to try,
0: Josh. Thank you. That's all I can ask. <laughs> First question. Okay. A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens famously begins, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. But how should it start?
1: It was 2020. <laughs> it was, uh, I, you know, Josh, this one's tough because it's like, you're talking about something that is a, By a lot of standards, not all, a perfect piece of writing. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, do you have a punch
0: up for it? I look, I just feel like it's the best of times, the sources, I'm sure, but like, let's cut to the chase. People want to hear about these cities. Right, 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 (laughs) right, right, right. right. Don't make us wait. Tell us about
1: the cities, Chuck. Okay. (laughs) You're not going to believe what happened with these two crazy fucking cities.
0: I love it. <laughs> That's so good. That would have blown people's hair back in the <laughs> yeah.
1: 1800s when he wrote it. But
0: in fairness, it yes. went quite well for him. It went great. Sure. I'm not saying A Tale of Two Cities isn't a widely beloved work of <laughs> literature. I'm just saying if Charles Dickens hits the ground running with, you're not going to believe what happened in these yeah, two yeah, crazy yeah. fucking these cities. Crazy fucking cities. People are going to sit up and take notice. That's right. That's right. That's tremendous. That is worth it. 50 points. It's a 50-point answer right out of the gate. Okay, great. Next question. Neil Armstrong described his experience of landing on the moon as one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. What would have been better first words to speak on the moon?
1: One one small step for... (laughs) I'm treating it like a uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire contestant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking it through. So it's one small step for man... One giant leap for mankind. Oh, my gosh. What about, uh, I think this spacesuit is chafing my balls. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, look, I don't think that's better than what he said. I think that it's better clickbait.
0: Absolutely. It's memorable. It's candid, right? People want real moments. One small (laughs) step for man, one giant leap for mankind. He was probably thinking about that all the way from Earth, right? Right. I think this is basically just chaving my balls. That's like an authentic moment.
1: But also, you, you can compound it. You can compound it. Okay. I think there could be a, there could have been a read where he goes, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I'm so sorry to bother you guys. <laughs> this... Space spacesuit is chafing my balls. <laughs> I think
0: that's perfect, right? You get the kind of profundity of like, yes, this is me. That's I'm right. one man, that's right. part of humankind. And as one man, I have to acknowledge my human body. This yes, spacesuit is chafing my balls. I am so
1: sorry. I know this is a serious moment, but this is chafing my balls. <laughs> that is a great answer. That is worth
0: 27 points 20 for July 20th 7 for July for July 20th when the moon landing took place. Oh wow. Yeah. Holy cow. There's a kind of complicated algorithm at play. It's really complicated. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Next question. On the topic of intellectual and innovative brilliance, Thomas Edison said, "Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration." What would be like just a, a more apt definition for genius?
1: Genius Mm -hmm. is is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. And I'm so sorry about that elephant. (laughs) That is,
0: I do think he should have done more apologizing for murdering that elephant with electricity.
1: It was him, right? Because it was either him or the other guy who did did the the other type of electricity. Tesla, was it Tesla? Tesla, Tesla's his opponent, yeah, I think
0: this was Edison. I think Tesla was more legit. And Edison was like, watch what I can do to this elephant. Yes, yes. Do you think the people watching knew the elephant was going to die and they were there for it? Or you think they were just like, we'll see what happens. And they were like, I th- oh, no.
1: <laughs> I think it was a little bit of a we'll see what happens. I think it's let's go to the fair. Yeah. This guy's a little nuts, but he's also kind of a genius. A little, I mean, it's a little bit like Steve Jobs. Like Steve, If Steve Jobs was like... Hey San Francisco what's up you know me I'm Steve Jobs <laughs> I make iPhones and shit and he's like you should come you should come down to the Embarcadero we're going to have like a crazy night and then like he beats the shit out of a dog with a bat. Everyone would be like, okay, well, that didn't go the way we thought. And then he's like, the iBat, fully Bluetooth
0: compatible, strong enough to murder a dog.
1: And this is the darkness that we were talking about this earlier. Is this is the sad, dark comedy that, that maybe we'll, we'll find the other side of. But I think that's fun. I think a- Acknowledgement of the Elephant, I think, is nice. That's great. We'll split the difference between inspiration and perspiration.
0: That's a 49-point answer. Oh, wow. Terrific. Really good. Next question. Upon walking into a club in the song Big Papa, the notorious VIG, iconically rapped, I see some ladies tonight who should be having my baby, (laughs) baby. Now, what to you would be like a better, more accurate kind of emotionally true thing to say upon arriving at a nightclub and seeing the clientele?
1: So I think like a more modern version of that would be yeah. like, I'm seeing some ladies around tonight who I'd really like to be romantically involved with, but I don't mean to be presumptuous. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. You can't jump right to getting ba- them pregnant. Baby. Baby. Baby.
0: You got to keep the baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a uh, signature. An excellent answer. Gosh, that's worth 35 points. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Is this putting you in a better mood? I feel terrific. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As long How as are you, you doing? feel Good. I feel okay. I feel okay. I'm enjoying myself, okay. but I'm also like, I feel like, in some ways, the premise of the podcast, it places me in the role of the court jester, and you're in the role of the king, and it really, it really sort of takes the pressure off of you. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Very easy for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next question. <sighs> Wayne Gretzky supposedly said. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You see that on all posters. Mm, yes, around. yes, yes. How could he have improved that motivational sports quote?
1: Oh, he could have been from America. <laughs> it would be so much more popular of a statement <laughs> if he was an American. It would be, just just pretend Michael Jordan said it. Oh, if Michael Jordan said forget about it. Yeah, it'd be everywhere. It'd be on all the Nike posters. It'd be on the shoes. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: From America. I think that's right. You yeah. miss 100. Who cares about hockey shots? You miss 100% of the basketball shots you yeah, don't yeah. take. Now we're talking. Oh, yeah.
1: That's a quote right there. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so just transpose that quote onto someone American. Again, terrific work. I
1: think that's an easy fix. Yeah. Or or like, uh, I'm going to offend some people here, but I think it's good for the laugh. Can you say the quote one more time? Mm-hmm. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So I think it should be you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Besides, no one's watching hockey anyway. <laughs> Whenever I diss hockey, there's always the, the haters come at me mm-hmm. on social media and they're so hurt. They're like, hey, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's Lots what of people that's watch what they say. That's what they yeah. say. And <laughs> I just want to say if you're listening to this and you feel hurt and you're a hockey fan, I've been to a handful of New York Rangers games in my day. There's no more. F- Fun sport to watch in person than hockey. Incredible, and no more boring on television. Yes, you talk about a sport that does not translate. Yeah, yes. But in but live, and I don't even know. I don't even understand the sport in live. It's fun. It's the
0: difference I think between having sex and watching the movie Boogie Nights. That's right.
1: That's exactly. (laughs) That's precisely what it is. I'm going to give you 50 points for that (laughs) answer unsolicited.
0: Thank you. Yeah. That does make my day. <laughs> you watch Boogie Nights, you don't get the feeling that sex is a lot of oh, fun at all. Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: that's Why it. do people do that, this? That'll bring you down. Your answer, though? Great news. 45 <laughs> points for the for the jersey Michael Jordan wore oh, when wow. he returned wow. from his retirement. Come back like Jordan wearing the 4-5, as Jay-Z once said. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. This is another one that's like sort of apocryphal. This is attributed to John Lennon, but I... I'm skeptical, said, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Is that how you would define life? Can you do a better summation of what life is than what happens while you're making other plans?
1: Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. And for the most part, you're just going to spend a lot of time on the phone with your mom. (laughs) I like it. Yes, this is very good.
0: John Lennon left that part out.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: (laughs) No, it's... What is your life? What's your life? My majority of my time is spent on, like, trying to work on things I'm proud of and hang out with people that I like. And you do that? I do a lot of that, yeah. That's pretty good. It's not bad.
1: Okay. Life can be more enjoyable if you spend most of your time doing things you care about. That's good. Yeah. I just built that from yours. Thank you. I mean, you put it more succinctly, but, but and you're doing it. I'm doing it. So that, feel, that should be that. I mean, I don't want to lobby for points, but like, I feel like I should get more points for custom building it from my what life. you're already doing. True.
0: Yeah. If that's a great point. Okay. 65 points. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. It, this is really big. Next question Emily Dickinson, back to poetry. Mm hmm. She wrote, hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul. That's pretty good. How can we define hope better than the thing with
1: feathers that perches in the soul? Let's bring this back to you again. So, do you feel hope right now? I do. Why do you feel
0: hope? (sighs) I feel hope... Because I see the good work that people are doing to make the world better for others. And I feel inspired and instructed by that work on how I can be a participant in it.
1: How about this? Mm-hmm. Based on that, hope is working hard to create change and not just tweeting about it.
0: That's great. That's very good. That seems good. I think so. Again, Practical I'm trying succinct. to build it
1: from your friends who give you hope.
0: Thank you. No, that's so that's so thoughtful and generous. I think again, built from my life, how could I ignore that? That's another <laughs> 65 point answer. Oh wow. I, I would be rude to ignore that I'm being so directly addressed.
1: Oh okay. You don't have to be polite. <laughs>
0: I do, though. That's a compulsion. That's not okay. the rules of the oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do have that. Yeah. That's just baked into me. That's
1: odd, because you and I are both Massachusetts folks. I know. And I don't find people in Massachusetts to be particularly polite. There's a famous quote from Lao Tzu, the journey
0: of a thousand miles begins with one step. I think that's pretty good. You've,
1: you've traveled a lot. What does a journey of a thousand miles start with? A journey of a thousand miles begins with redeeming one hundred thousand miles. <laughs> well, just because I'm a frequent flyer and I feel like I know the math of it pretty well. That's very if you want to go a thousand miles, you really do have to redeem a solid hundred to two hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. miles. You could even do it extended. Journey of a thousand miles begins with redeeming hundred thousand miles, which chances are occurred because you got bumped. Mm-hmm. You get bumped, you can get a serious check (laughs) of miles. Like, you can get a serious stockpile of miles. And that's how the journey of A Thousand Miles begins. Of A Thousand Miles begins, yes.
0: I love imagining Lao Tzu
1: writing up that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Lao Tzu has never been to Denver. (laughs) Yes, no, no. Lao Tzu would have a hard time with that concept, but I think if you boiled it down... To maybe the simplicity of like the journey of a thousand miles begins with mm-hmm. getting bumped.
0: And getting bumped brings us back to life is what happens when you're making other plans.
1: That's right. Life is what happens when you're getting bumped by you get bumped, United Airlines in, at the Denver airport. You accrue miles, you call your mom while you're waiting. <laughs> you call your mom while you're waiting.
0: <laughs> this is a, just an ideal answer. This is 60 points. I love it. Wow. That. Yeah. Wow, that's huge. That's huge. huge. Next question. Voltaire famously believed, "I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death mm. your right to say it." What is a better
1: quote? Well, about Voltaire was canceled after he said that. Yeah, so, definitely canceled. Uh, we he signed that
0: letter in the Atlantic. People <laughs> were like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> oh, sorry, hard. They're like, "Voltaire, I it up.
1: Voltaire, you are so privileged. <laughs> you cannot say that, Voltaire." Oh, great! Voltaire's trending. <laughs> I hope he died. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's the worst is when you see someone trending and then it's like, and it's someone like, just some writer people don't agree with or whatever. And then people do say like, I I wish he died. And you're like, whoa, this escalated fast. Yeah, from, oh, I don't like this guy to
0: like, I hope I heard his name because his obituary is famous. Oh,
1: no. You got to tell me the truth at this point, Josh. Are we... Cheering you up. I feel great about this. Okay, okay, good, good, good. I just want the truth. I just want the truth. I'm all about the truth. I'm all about the truth. I'm all about we have to have a frank conversation about whether or not this is <laughs> this cheering is you up. I and feel if it's great. not, we need
0: to do more. No, this is very good. We have okay. three lightning round questions left. I don't think you answered okay. this question. <laughs> okay. Volta said, <laughs> Okay. I don't agree with what you say, but I uh, will defend to the death your right to say it. What is a better chestnut axiom about free speech and how people should feel towards it?
1: I don't agree with what you said, but I was, I was just reading this article <laughs> and I thought that I should agree with whatever the writer says from now on. <laughs> that's pretty good. I don't know. That's, so, that's sort of bad. It's defeatist. It's cynical. I think it's too cynical. Do you have one? Do you have a stab at it?
0: This is my stab. I don't agree with what you're saying, but I've already muted you on Twitter, so it doesn't bother me.
1: Oh, that's good. <laughs> How about this? I don't agree with what you said, and you don't agree with what I said, mm-hmm. but it's okay because I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. We don't, you don't have to
0: agree with me. And I don't have to know what you're saying.
1: <laughs> That's the very odd thing I find about stand-up comedy is, um, is when people attack um, what their points are as though they are government officials mm-hmm. yeah, that are guiding policy or something. Yep. Well,
0: 35-point answer still. Okay, great. This is the lightning rounds of out. We've never done this before, but I found myself with a lot of quotes by Roosevelt. These will be very fast. Each punch up will be worth 25 points. Okay. Let's punch up. We have nothing to fear, but fear itself. FDR.
1: We have nothing to fear, but murder hornets.
0: (laughs) Great. 25 points.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's great.
0: Next question. Speak softly and carry a big stick. Theodore Roosevelt.
1: Speak softly and honestly, just speak softly. It's so annoying when people are so loud.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the stick thing, immaterial. 25 points. A wonderful answer. Final question of the Lightning Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt said this great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, small minds discuss people.
1: And inquiring minds want to know. I want to (laughs) know.
0: 25 points for that answer. A perfect answer. A wonderful end to the lightning rounds of Elts. Not to mention, that brings your total score for today's game of what they should have said was something else to 506 points, the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. You're a record setter. You're a trendsetter. How do you feel?
1: Oh, man, I feel fantastic.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for playing. As the grand prize winner for today's show, you have won $100 as a donation to the cause of your choice. Where will the money be going?
1: So my $100 is going to go to Food Bank for New York City which is at foodbanknyc.org. Wonderful. That's a great choice. A great cause. I
0: think that that'll be really helpful. Thank you for thank you for choosing that. Finally, this week, our pep talks. Mike and I will each give a pep talk to someone or a group of people who deserve it or need it right now. I'll go first. My pep talk is for people who really love Halloween. This is not the year for a traditional Halloween celebration. (laughs) Trick-or-treating, the one night of parent-sanctioned, stranger-furnished candy feels dicier than usual even in 2020. And the very idea of bobbing for apples, which is like making out with every stranger in the room (laughs) through a bowl of wet fruit, practically induces vertigo. Uh... But this year, as bad as so many things are, you can still do most of the best Halloween stuff. You can still decorate and wear a costume, And no, your sexy Dr. Fauci outfit won't draw as many in-person compliments as you're used to, but these are the moments that social media is made for. Post it, get the likes, you deserve it. Plus, you can still walk around outside all dressed up if you want, just stay away from people. And it's the one day everyone was already expecting to wear a mask, you're golden. And yes, you or your kids might not be accumulating pillowcases full of assorted candies, but that's okay. If you have the money to buy candy to give away, you have the money to buy just the candy you like and keep that in the house. No more looking in the palm of a neighbor and thinking, Smarties, they still make those? Will you force a smile? While so much feels outside our control, there are little ways we can maintain some stewardship of our own lives, impose a small and comforting amount of order onto this year's chaos, and embrace victory where we can find it. And sometimes we find it in a full bag of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups all to ourselves. (laughs) Well done. Thank you.
1: Mike, I would love to hear your pep talk as well. My pep talk is going to be brief. My pep talk would be for college students because I know that they're missing essentially a year of what people call the greatest years of their lives. And what I'm here to tell you is, A, they're not the greatest years of your lives. And B, just take a year after college, and just don't do anything, and just hang <laughs> out with your friends, and it's the, and read some books, and it's the same thing. I love the, that.
0: That's a great pep talk. I think people who who hype up college as the greatest years of your life, it's like, well, you got to try harder the other years to enjoy yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just not like. So much of my college was just proximity to friends, and and some time to read books mm-hmm. and, and 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 watch movies. And those are and, the best parts for yeah, sure. Yeah. Thank you. That's a wonderful pep talk. Very
0: heartening. And that's been the show. I've been Josh Gondelman. This is Make My Day. Thank you to this week's champion, Mike Berbiglia. Mike, I'll post all the info for your new podcast, Working It Out, as well as the new one, your new book. Um, where else can people look for you?
1: The best way to actually find me is on berbigs.com, my website. If you sign up for my mailing list, my email list, you'll never miss anything. Whereas with the other things, Instagram and Twitter, it's mm-hmm. just like all a mess. Yep. And on my email list I actually do things that like they're they're worthwhile and it's a meaningful and I read all the replies that people send to me. That's great. Sign up on burbigs.com. I'll post that info
0: as well. This is wonderful. And donate if you can and are inclined to the food bank for New York City. I'll post that information too. If you have your own answers to today's game of what they should have said was something else, you're welcome to tweet them at me, at Josh Gondelman. Mike is a busy
1: guy. He's got stuff going on. You can tweet those at me too. That's fun. You can tweet them at Mike too. They might have better answers than me, although don't get mad (laughs) about the hockey stuff oh um, yeah if you're furious about hockey take the hockey stuff in stride yeah just chill if you're mad about of hockey love. don't tweet at us
0: I don't agree with what you say so don't say yes it. <laughs> that's right that's, that's right that's a lot well that's all the make my day for today thank you once again for listening make my day is a radio point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg executive produced by Alex Bach Rich Corson and Daniel Powell if you like the show Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's a huge help to the show if you have a second to rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days.